Pull Up, a UCSB rideshare app, has been created to change the way UCSB students commute and travel. CEO Michael Chong spoke with KCSB reporter Jennifer Yoshikoshi about his background and process in developing Pull Up. Hi, Michael. Thank you for being here with me today to talk about Pull Up. Could you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me, Jennifer. Um, so I graduated UCSB 2020, and I was a math and philosophy major at UCSB. And currently, I'm in Austin, Texas, uh, pursuing investment banking, or I'm actually an investment investment banking. So being a UCSB alumni, did you have any inspirations for creating pull-up specifically for UCSB students? Yeah, I think one thing uh, about me is I love to uh, get productive and I, I hate time wasting and wasting time in areas where, you know, they, they really shouldn't be spending too much time and effort on. Uh, and right share is one of those. So back, in, back when I was a kid at UCSB, um, you know, investment banking is one of those industry it's super hard to break in especially from UCSB where we don't have a business school so what I would do back when I was a sophomore and junior I would pretend to be a UCLA or USC or Berkeley kid and I would drive you know up and down California and I would fly to New York and you know get meetings and coffee chats with bankers Um, and one thing I love to do is whenever I drive down I love to have someone like car because I can't do long distance whenever I drive beyond two hours I get sleepy so sleepy um, so I love having a conversation, get to know someone. And I think I'm, I'm a very uh, people person. So I just love having conversation and in a two hour ride or, uh, you know, two hour ride from SB to LA, you can really ask a lot, you know, good questions and have a meaningful connection with anyone from, from your ride. So that's kind of how I got introduced to RideShare UCSB. And, you know, at some point I was, added to the UCSB rideshare group and I was an admin and I started getting a lot of, you know, uh, messages and, and requests saying, Hey, like this person didn't pay me or Hey, this person bailed on my ride. And I would just think to myself, like, okay, like, what do you want me to do for you? Like, I'm not going to reimburse you for anything. I'm just an admin and like, no, that I'm not getting paid. So I started seeing these, these patterns and it happened to me a couple of times too. So, you know, came, came across this idea. I was like, okay, what if we have a platform where, you know, there, there's accountability, there's safety, and we can centralize this platform to make it safer. The way I see pull up is, believe it or not, I call it a needle popper. Um, every school have our own circle. So UCSB, when you look for a ride, you won't go to, you know, Berkeley's page, LA's page, or some other colleges, uh, ride share Facebook groups. You would just look at UCSB and ask around if there's anyone striving. Um, and the way I see us is we pop all those circles uh, within each school and have it connect the whole California. And I would, you know, wrap it up with the two missions we have, our two goals we want to accomplish at early stages. Number one, we want to create a better city-to-city carpool experience for all the college students in California, and that starts from UCSB. And number two, I think one thing that, you know, recently came to us is we want to create and provide this transportation mobility equality. Um, no matter what income background you have, uh, I do have friends that they would say, oh, it's too expensive to fly back home for Thanksgiving from UCSB to the Bay Area. So they're staying in town and spending the whole Christmas there or Thanksgiving. Um, to me, like, that's just not fair. If they want to spend time with their family, they should be. So, you know, when we pitch to our drivers, it's more like, hey, like, you're not just making money, but you're making connections and you're helping people to get to where they want to be because they can't afford train or 
plane and all the, all the other options. And I started working on this in 2018, June, um, probably spent the entire 2018 just talking about it. You know, any idea without execution is worth nothing. And then 2019, I spent half a year at UCSB. There was a new venture competition. Um, so we did that, but it was, I found myself just talking to investor and like everyone, when it comes to you, they, they, they want to say they know something, they want to give you advice and they want to teach you how to do certain things. And we're getting so many different feedback and advice and, Hey, you should have this feature. You should have that feature. Um, but it was like just conversation, a lot of pitching and talking to users, but we never, you know, built any product together. Um, you know, I think for us, you know, at the end of that whole thing. We didn't win any prize, but it really gave me a good sense of, okay, I want to make this happen. Why am I pitching to people and why am I not building this? So from that summer, uh, 2019 summer, I reached out to a group at UCLA and that's our like core founding group. Um, until today, we have about 13 or 15 people on our team um, and they're all at our age. So, you know, people, we have probably half a team that recently graduated and, and is working full time and we have some people about to wrap up school. And we got seven engineers, four UI UX designer, UI UX for benefits, uh, user experience, user user interface, user experience, and then uh, data scientists and, and myself. And they they're all amazing people. We look for superstars that want to make a difference. And for you know for us, I always tell my team, you know, we're in our 20s. We only live our 20s once, and we we're currently at you know the decade where we have the most mobility. For example, tomorrow you say, hey, I want to you know, be a lawyer, I want to work in consulting or work in banking, you can grind it out in one year and potentially be there the next year. Um, so, you know, you can make those changes and you just don't have that mobility and flexibility when you get to your 30s. So to us, like we're all about to make this thing really special. And that's kind of, that kind of explains our like risk taking portfolio. You know, we got people working at Google, Facebook, Apple on the team. Um, but still, you know, we, we asked them, hey, do you want to work for a big company, you know, like stabilizing some code, like fixing this and that, or do you want to come here and build something you can call your own? And, you know, that's what we call interesting people. And that's something we look for when we um, bring new people on. That's really interesting how you're working with students that are also in school or just people around our own demographic. Is this app mostly like targeted towards like college students or is it being marketed for anybody to use? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I would first want to clear the difference between our app and Uber and Lyft. Uber and Lyft, it's more targeting within a city uh, commute. Um, for example, when you get from, say, IV to downtown, um, you know, that's when you use Uber. But for us, we focus on long distance city to city specifically. And about timeline, I think we just want to do college. There's something about this community that people trust. If they know you're also a student, I have that instant trust ready. So from our beta test so far, like the two things people really care about at this stage is number one, they want to know you're a student. Number two, they want to know you have a social media presence. So when they can click around your Instagram or Facebook and know who you are, that's like immediately a lot of trust to that person. So we thought about public, you know, launching this to open up to like everyone, but we heard from this uh, one ride that says, yeah, like I was driving people in my car. There's a 40 year old and there's a 50 year old and for two hours it was quiet I don't like that I think every time I hop in a car with someone at my age we have so much to talk about um, and I think that's the beauty of this community and that's what we're going to focus on uh, later on I don't know what's going to happen but you know want to do one thing super well and that is to make sure we have we built this community super well
Do you have anything that you kind of want to share about the app? Something about yourself connected to Pull Up that you want to talk about? Yeah, I, I think we're in a very exciting time. I think this couldn't be a better time, honestly. With the whole COVID, obviously, it's not, it's not ideal. But we're in an exciting time where a lot of freshmen and sophomores, they really haven't spent too much time on campus. They don't know about this redshirt culture. So I think we get to educate them when they come back on campus. We get to welcome them and say, hey, here's a way. You can, you can go back home for weekends. You can go back home to see your family on Thanksgiving on for spring break and all the other breaks. And it's not just Amtrak. Your parents doesn't have to come and pick you up every time. Like this is safe and want to build this for you. So that's our motivation to, you know, work super hard and push this out when, when school go back in person again. So I think that's us coming into the picture and, you know, providing that accountability, safety and affordability for uh, travelers and also, you know, having, giving the drivers a chance to kind of give back to the community by providing that uh, mobility equality to every kid um, in, in, in California. I think that's, that's, that's a good story and that's a good mission to work towards too. Being in a female-oriented car is, is something that we, we're working on as well. We think, you know, like female being a car, especially in this, the past 10 years, we've heard so many stories. And like to me, it, it bothers me so much that when people want to travel, like they have to think about, am I getting killed or am I getting kidnapped? Like that just should not be the case. You know, like there's no way I just want to go home and see my parents and I have to worry about these kind of stuff. So that's something we're also really focused on. Um, and, and potentially like when we have this whole uh, product built out, very polished, uh, we want to add on those safety measures because that's something we're, we're deeply concerned and, and, and care about as well. So how did you come to know how to approach how to develop an app and manage a team behind it? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I always reflect on these kind of stuff. I think it's a combination of both networking and having a sense of urgency in life. From my experience, like in, within my company, uh, we see people that are leadership, you know, material. They are the the kind of people with the most sense of urgency. You know, when they see, you know, things are really going south, they will be the ones to step up and say, "Hey, like this is not working. Let's do something about it and fix it." Um, I think that's that's me and my. Um, you know, my team as well. Um, so I, I read a lot of books because I, I tell, I tell my team, look, I don't know. I've never done this. I don't know how this works. You know, product development. I don't know what that is. I don't know anything. Like there's so many softwares, like how to talk to customer. What do you want out of customer? Um, you know, there's marketing, legal, finance, accounting, uh, corporate and company, like you all learned it on the spot. But one thing I do love about it is you know, just learning a lot on the way and just having the courage to say, I don't know, um, this is my first time and tell the team and be transparent and be honest about that and say, but we'll figure it out. And so far we've figured everything out. So I think that's, you know, that's probably the best thing that happened to me, you know, in the past few years, if I were just to work in banking or if I were just to work at a, any other job, I don't think I would have these exposure. So it's a lot of personal growth and that's been amazing. But yeah, to answer your question, I, I learn on the way. I'm sure um, a lot of people listening right now would probably be inspired by how you're doing all of this work. And it's interesting to hear that, like, you can do things if you want to. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, even more so, like, have the curiosity and network. So back when I was at UCSB, I ran this finance club and I'm still in it. It's called UCSB Finance Connection. Um, it's so interesting. Every year you see new freshmen coming in. They want to break in finance. They want to work on Wall Street. Um, and, and they would come in and ask me, hey, like there's investment banking, there's private equity, asset management, corporate finance, wealth management. 
which one should I do? And I tell them like, look, I, I'm not going to make a decision for you, but what you can do is stop asking me what you want to do and stop like thinking about what interests you the most. Do this, talk to people in the industry, you know, talk to a few people and, and ask about, you know, their work. Like, hey, do you enjoy your work? Do you enjoy the environment? And from that conversation, like, you know, decide on the one you want to try. And I would just say this to everyone at UCSB, you know, like, don't think, hey, like, because I heard this, this is not for me. Um, but try it out, you know, because you hate to have a what if few years down your life. I just can't live with that for myself. So no what ifs, try it out. If it works, great. If it doesn't, uh, you know, no big deal, move on and, and do something else. You, you just eliminated, you know, a thing in your life that you probably won't want to do and you know you're going to be miserable in that. So just, you know, take the first step and, and, and keep going. Thank you to Michael for speaking with me. And to find out more about Pull Up, you can go to pullup.co. For KCSB News, I'm Jennifer Yoshikoshi.